What's going on, everybody? It's Jack and Lockie from the Harwood Rundown podcast. And it's been a bit, apologies for that, um, but we're back with another episode of The Return, episode 21. And this will be our last episode of The Return as we just, uh, Jack, Jack just came up with the idea of the tip-off, which is going to be our new series, obviously um, ushering in the NBA season, which is starting in a couple of days on Thursday or something like that. When's tomorrow, 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 yeah, we're keen for that. So last episode of the return enough with the previews enough with the, all that stuff. We love it. Um, yeah, let's go. Yeah. We are finally, finally after a long period of time, we are at the start almost of the NBA season, but today, um, actually not a bad preseason, um, that's been great. A lot of a lot of different storylines. Um, Lockie's got a few. I've got a few. Um, I, 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 I just want to start off. Um, I want to start off with Jordan Poole. Um, my man, balling, balling. Crazy. And I think the Warriors have found like a interim Clay Thompson replacement mm. until he can't until he comes back, um, where I'm sure he'll be switched to the bench. Um, through four seasons of preseason play, 23 points, 50% from the field, 40% from three, three and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, one and a half steals. That is solid. I know it's preseason and I know people can overreact. I'm probably overreacting. Um, But the rise of Jordan Poole is certainly here. Um, He had a good good end to the year last year. um, And I think this is definitely, um, definitely the breakout season. he could he could win most improved, um, but I think it's too early to tell with all that. Yeah. Um, NBA NBA awards are always too hard to tell at the start of the season, like you and I discovered when we were, we literally yeah. had like five picks for each award because it was so hard to pick. Mm. Um, yeah, Jordan Poole absolutely balling out. Um, any thoughts on him? Um, yeah, I think <laughs> it, it's easy to like get carried away with like it being preseason. But I think it's still like really impressive that he's showing up and he's got like and they're winning games. He's got a, a you know Steph. He's got Steph Curry next to him and he's like he's really matching that energy. Um, and as an as an offense, the Warriors are looking like so good. Yeah. Um, you know, Otto Porter's fitting in well. Bealicia's fitting in well. And then like um, especially with like Clay coming back, they wanted Kelly Oubre to be that next star next to Curry while Clay was out. And then you have Jordan Poole who's coming in averaging like similar numbers. Right. Um, and so I don't think it's, I, I think he'll have like, his like, he has to have his breakout season this year. And um, I think he's earned because of the preseason people. I think people think preseason don't, doesn't really matter, but I think in preseason, like players are going so hard trying to get that roster spot. Um, and the fact that like, he's already got a spot in the team, but he's like trying to prove it even more. He wants 30 plus minutes. He doesn't just want, you know, bench minutes or just here and there, like he's proven it even more. So yeah, yeah good on him. I think, I think he's going to have a great season. Yeah. And it kind of gives defense opposing defense to someone else to kind yeah. of worry about. Cause obviously when Clay's not there, you've literally just got Steph and sometimes Andrew Wiggins, but really Steph is, always going to be the major threat. He dropped 41 and he's in the last preseason game. Yeah. Um, one of my picks, yeah. one of my picks for MVP, one of Lockie's picks too. Um, 
let's get let's move on to a team that a lot of people were talking about before the end of the season. They added a lot during the off season. Um, Chicago Bulls. They've been looking really good. Yes. Been, I think the addition of Caruso is actually very underrated. Yeah. Very underrated. That's been huge. Yeah. Um, like, cause he, he plays that fast break game as well. And like, and he's like a really like pesky defender. Like he's got so much that you really enjoy um, to watch, but then like as an actual player, like he's a veteran, he, yeah, he'll go out and give 110%. And it works when you've got star guys around you who can, who um, need someone to be, um, to bring more attention or to, to be a bit more of a, a menace, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah, it helps to have someone like Caruso. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I think um, Lonzo's looked really good. Um, I think DeRozan's looked all right, but he'll obviously get back to that um, high-end play that he's always used to. Um, Alizé Johnson, who's coming off the bench for them, um, he's actually looked pretty good too. A lot mm. of defense, a lot of attitude. Um, and yeah, I think they're very... They're looking like a very well-oiled machine, Lachlan. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I think I think they're definitely poised um, to end their. I think it's four years, four-year playoff drought. Um, mm. As a lot of people kind of guess, anyways, after all the additions. But yeah, yeah, the Bulls are looking good, um, and I think another team. Okay, this might sound biased, but I actually think Cleveland don't look too bad. Um, yeah. I think Ricky Rubio is actually not a bad addition. He literally like comes off the bench and he just pushes the pace. Um, him and Markkinen will work really well together off that bench. I don't, they're not making any noise, but I think as a Cavs fan, I'm actually kind of excited that we have a bit of a different style of play this year. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd keep um, Rubio yeah, around think, for some years while you rebuild, you know? Well, exactly. Yeah. I, and I, think, I think he's a perfect complement to, Garland and, and Sexton, yeah. who are guys who need the ball in their hands. So definitely. it's going to definitely. continue to feed them. Yeah. Um, I want to get onto a big topic, uh, Kyrie. Um, I'm not, mm. I don't want to get into like the whole like vaccination thing. But yeah. do you still think that the Nets, without Kyrie for the meantime, if, if, he, if Kyrie's out for the season, um, can Brooklyn still win? <sighs> I, I do think so on like, and that's not a not a knock on Kyrie, but because certain stars take away from each other, right? And like they take away from each other's potential, if that makes sense. And I feel like out of the three, the the most the impact player or the least impactful player would be Kyrie. I feel like I feel like Harden, like KD is the best player on the team, and they don't make the finals if it's not for him, but Harden is, is that like the, the floor general, the point guard yeah. He's going to really settle things down. Um, so I, I think Kyrie is like the less impactful player, but doesn't yeah, obviously no hate. Um, but yeah, he's, I still think they can win. It's just gonna, you're going to need 30 point games consistently from like yeah. KD and Harden. Joe Harris is going to have to step up. Paddy Mills is going to have to like step up, do his thing. Um, they still like, yeah, they still have a really solid team, but I still think they can win without Kyrie. It's just going to, they're going to need. Um, It'll probably be a tougher yeah. road. 
yeah, it's just going to be a much more difficult road, but it's, I think it's still possible. I think if you take yeah. KD out of the picture, I don't think oh, they yeah. do. If you take Kyrie and Harden, if you yeah. take Durant, sorry, Durant or Harden out of the picture, I don't, there's nah. no chance. Doesn't work. Um, I like Bruce Brown. He's coming in to start for yes. Kyrie, I'm pretty sure. And I think Harden's playing the point. So Bruce will play the, the two guard. Jack of all trades. Um, yeah. He literally played like every position known to man. Um, right, he's jacked as hell. He can, he yeah, can literally he's like, play center. He's ridiculous. He's so, he's so defensively versatile. Mm. Um, a lot of effort on win- to make winning plays. And I think that's really important if you're trying to make a push for, for a championship. Um, mm. But yes, he does all the little things really well. He's a glue guy. Um, and yeah, I think, I think he's very underrated. Um, and I think Paddy Mills is coming off the bench. Yeah. Um, I will happily take that as my sixth man of the year candidate now. Yeah. Um, he's in a and yeah, perfect I think, position. Um, yeah, I think um, the Nets do still look good regardless if Kyrie's there or not. Mm. Um, I'm a sad fantasy league guy because I had Kyrie <laughs> expect. I, I still think I still think that he'll just give in and do it. Is um, I mean, yeah. You gotta admire it, but like, fuck. Actually, we're not getting into that. We're not getting into it, but but, um, yes, we're very passionate on this topic. Damn, yeah, because that really, because you picked him as like a sleeper pick in fantasy because no one wanted to, but I respect that because transition into the next topic. I picked Ben Simmons, and I have no idea if he's gonna fucking play. Well, I just saw a thing like ten minutes ago that he. They, he went to practice. He didn't go into the huddle to finish off and he just walked out. Uh, Yo. Fucking childish. But, let, actually, let's get on to the Sixers. Let's get on to the Sixers. Yeah. Um, okay. Obviously, Ben Simmons, no show. Um, I really like the play. Well, I think I think it's going to be Shape Milton and Tyrus Maxey obviously fighting for the starting spot. Mm. Um, Milton was kind of the replacement last season um, when Simmons was missing time. Um, and I think I think he he's very good. He had a few um, really good games, um, and I think, but I, I do think the breakout season of Tyrese Maxey is going to happen. Yeah, it's a point. Regard like regardless of where he's playing, he'll get a boost in minutes probably if he's a starter. But mm. look, he he's a he's a nice stat for you. He averaged eighteen and a half points, four rebounds, four assists in his eight starts last season. Yeah. So if he's starting more often, those numbers will probably come down a little bit, but they'll probably be more consistent. Um, and I, I think I think Tyrese Maxey's the one you should start. I think Shake Milton's a really good bench player, like a six man. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, yeah, but again, Ben Simmons could play opening night. You actually, we never know. We never yeah. know. He could just change his mind. Change I have his no mind. idea what's going on there. But I really hope. I really hope he. I think I hope this is Ben Simmons' revenge season. Yeah, this would be this would be an, an incredible to witness. Um, Especially be a fuck you season. I, <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. To everyone who um, talks shit, myself included. And yes. Yeah. I I um I only worry with the <clears throat> with the Sixers because they don't have like that dominant playmaker now. Now whether they need it is like, oh maybe Embiid, you know. Obviously not, not the playmaker, but maybe they just play through me and bead more and that's just how it works. Um, but Ben's been so um, good for them in terms of being the playmaker and it's hard to go. And Jimmy Butler was talking about this on like a 
podcast with like JJ Reddick, like they play the, when Jimmy was there, they played the entire season with Ben at the forefront and then they switched up during the playoffs and then that's when they kind of crumbled. So um, it's interesting. So during, during training camp so far, there hasn't been Ben. So they've, they've run their schemes through other players. Maxie's yeah. got more of the ball. Um, Shake Milton's got more of the ball. Seth Curry's got more of the ball yeah. in terms of the guards. So it's going to be interesting to see who's, you know, is Maxi going to improve his playmaking or Seth Curry? I, I wouldn't even be opposed to Seth Curry starting. And then you yeah. bring, you know, Thibel on maybe. We all want Thibel to start. <laughs> but yeah, they have a, they have a lot of um, flexibility with rotations. And it'd be, it's just interesting. I wish we could like see all the training camp. I mean, you can, you can see some, they let you see yeah. a bit. But I'd like to just see what they're doing with it because you never know what lineup the Sixers are going to go for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Maxi is definitely set for a, like a huge year. Um, or based off last year, based off his first year, he's he's set for a big year. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um, I want to go into Lakers. Yeah, um, zero and six in the preseason, but I'm not overreacting because no. they're obviously exhibition games and like honestly yeah, they're still gelling there they've literally revamped pretty much the entire team um, it's going to take a while for them to um, get it kicking mm. here's a tip here's a tip for tomorrow night uh, Warriors will win against the Lakers um, I think it's paying a cheeky $2.70 so <laughs> maybe, hop, maybe hop on that my multi for opening night is Milwaukee to beat the Nets and um Oh shit! Golden State to beat the Lakers. Um, yes, I think <laughs> all three of the star, all the big three in LA shared the court one time, one mm. time. So I don't think you can really overreact. But I do think the role players you got what Carmelo, Malik Monk, Trevor Ariza, Kendrick Nunn, Ken Bazemore, DeAndre Jordan, Wayne Ellington, and then you got Dwight Howard, Rondo. Yeah. Um, majority of these guys are all new to the team. Um. And they definitely have work to do. It was, you, you saw a little bit of poor, poorness from Carmelo. He only shot 41% from the field. Um, Nunn shot 37%. Uh, Wayne Ellington, 28%. 25 from three. Bazemore, 37.5 from the field. And definitely those splits are not good at all. Mm. Um, but no, I think, I think, I think if, this will obviously improve once um, LeBron and Westbrook are on the court at the same time. Yeah. But I think, I think they do have work to do. I'm not overreacting too much, but their preseason was rough. Yeah. But for a new team, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like look at the team the year before and like, or even like two years before it's completely changed. It changes every year. Um, that's just like, uh, that's just how LeBron's teams work. And it was a calculated move. Like they even talked to each other, Bron and Westbrook, and were like, "Yeah, let's like, let's team up. Like it kind of works now. Like the stars have aligned." Um, so it's not like, I guess it's hasn't been premeditated and it hasn't been in the works for a bit. Um, but yeah, people. I think people are freaking out. But it's preseason. They got time to to gel. We we were even talking about in the season previews. They're gonna have a they're gonna have a slow start. It's a weird dynamic of players like Westbrook and Rondo, in my opinion, shouldn't be on the court at the same time, I think. Not just because 
Rondo threw a pass and it hit Westbrook in the face. <laughs> Not just because of that, but they're just two, um, I don't know, just two very different point guards who kind of need to be the focal point if you are going to put them either way. Like Rondo works with the bronze so well and I, and Rondo worked with, with AD very well. Um, yeah. I don't think there's any denying that. Um, but whether Westbrook fits into with Rondo is something they should consider. But um, Malik Monk's been pretty, pretty impressive. Like he's, he's been arrived. I think he's around like around 11 points or something like that. Like he's, yeah. he's been putting something forward. Um, but yeah, they just need, it'd be interesting to see who takes that, who makes that case for, um, the starting two spot. Cause like Taylor Horton Tucker has been impressive as well. So maybe he gets the starting two spot. I think whoever, I think that starting two spot is going to determine a lot for this season. Like who's going to fit the best with Westbrook and, um, AD and LeBron. Um, but yeah, no reason to panic yet, I guess, even though it's like, Oh, and six. There's, Yes, no need, no need at all in this yeah. world to panic yet. Um, yeah. I like what um, I like what Josh Giddy's been doing. He's yes. actually been really solid. I had to, I did it. I had to do a, I had to do a um, free agent pickup in my fantasy. I dropped Carmelo and I picked up Josh Giddy. Oh, really? And I feel like that kid's gonna average like thirteen, seven, and seven. I don't know why. I just feel like he's gonna be fucking heaps solid. Mm. Um, and I think he might be one of the better ones out of the draft in a few years' time. Um, Mm. has that triple-double kind of... Um, he actually honestly reminds me of Ben Simmons without the defense. <laughs> He's got to got that Jason Kidd about him as well. Yes. Like, yeah, not super athletic, even though, like, he is, like, a, he's, he's much taller. He's, like, 6'7 as a point guard. So that's yeah. a big advantage. Um, and he's, like, a very raw, like, player coming in. Yeah. Um, and... Like yeah, he, he looks so unorthodox out there, but like it it works. And I think you were you were saying the other day he's got like such a quick first step, and that's that's like something that's like I guess hard. I mean, you can teach it, but it's like one of those things that if you already have as a six seven point guard coming in, yeah, that's like it's so, rare. It's yeah. it's rare to find in a player that that big at point guard. Yeah, exactly. And I um, think he'll yeah he'll definitely be a good player. Yeah. No, he's, he's shown a lot of promise and especially with his pre-draft thingy being like uh, straight, our uh, weaknesses, uh, shooting, playmaking. Yeah, the whole defending. thing. <laughs> Basically. The whole thing weaknesses. Um, and also it's, it's funny because people made those predictions and like he's in the NBL, but like people weren't saying stuff about LaMelo and he was in yeah. the NBL for a year. So it's like, yeah, scouts can't always get it right, um, but we'll see. Based off preseason, he's gonna have a, he's gonna have a he'll probably be in like top he could be in the top five for rookie of the year at oh, least yeah, top ten sure. yeah um Giddy could win Giddy could win rookie of the year honestly based off the production that he, that he can they can give now like wins probably not but his if production he has a, if he has a similar year to Ben in his rookie year then definitely yeah I think that's definitely achievable for sure. yeah definitely. Um, who you got? Have you got anyone else on your list? Because my list is. Done. I got the Heat. Oh yeah. I I see a lot of parallels between them and the Suns, just with how they they organize their offense. Like they're really like 
really work well. Kyle Larry's fit in um, very well so far. Tyler Hero's had some really good games um, off the bench. Duncan Robinson's been back on his, like, and then, like, Bam Adebayo's been improving. Like, he's off the games that I've I've watched like he's just he's just being more aggressive with it he's he's um you know he's working on that face up game and he and exactly what we were talking about like he he can be that number one option for them um they just they just look like the suns in my opinion just with how their their ball movement how they structure their offense they just look like they really work well together like the chemistry yeah. is is definitely there um and like I'm I, I they're probably in my top five of teams I want to watch this year because of how they organize their offense and how intense they are like defensively as well. Um, the ne- next man up as well. Like they've had um, Nax Struess has been like putting up like crazy Omer, off the bench. Omer, Omer, you're seven. But what? Omer, yet seven, whatever his name is. Oh, right. right like yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Like they've, they've just had, yeah, they've had like a, a great mentality come into preseason and and um it's it's so hard to know where they fit because they're such a, a weird team or like they're just such a I don't know, we we seen them last year, they had a big dip from the NBA finals before, so you never know. But Heat looking like really dangerous. Another um well player I was talking about was Cam Thomas from oh, yeah. Nets. He's been putting up been like a like a pure scorer. Like he's um yeah, just like a really solid piece that they like picked up. Um and it's someone that you'd want to keep on, obviously. Um he's gonna know his worth as the years go by. So it's like you wanna kinda of lock him down at the moment and see if you can give give him those um regular rotation minutes that'd be hard to do considering the guards and forwards that they have i think with i think with Kyrie out it becomes a bit easier yeah and he can and he can prove himself you know really well with the minutes that he um i guess expects um i think back to the heat i was watching something the other day um i think it was the jump or whatever the new show is on the espn mm. someone said um, I'm pretty sure it was Ramona Shelburne. The Heat are not a regular season team. They're a playoff team, but they're also a seven-game series team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they can, they take, can a, they take a series. They can, yeah, but they can withstand the stamina loss of a seven-game series and still pull it out. Yeah, that's um, so true. And obviously last year they didn't, but they they lost to the, they lost to the reigning champs. So. But the year before you obviously saw a lot a lot of grit um, from the Miami Heat team in the bubble. Um, obviously made it to the finals after a lot of um, tight-knit games against some big teams. Um, and mm. I think I think with the additions they've made, they've gotten better. I think um, I think Markeith Morris is a very underrated pickup. Um, PJ yeah. Tucker as well. I think Bam's going to have a most improved season. Um, yeah. I think Jimmy Jimmy's just going to do his thing. Um, Tyler Hero is going to have a bounce back year. Duncan Robinson is going to do his thing. Yeah. I think, I think Miami are the team to watch. Yeah. Yes, they might get a five seed. They might get a four seed. But when it's all said and done, they will be they will be close to the promised land by the end of the season. I can guarantee it. Yeah. 
they're um yeah that's like that's so true like the fact that they can push a seven game series um uh, the only thing i want from the heat a bit more is jimmy to be a bit more of a scorer like i know that's not his role he's more of a point forward oh yeah but i know he can score so i'd like him to be a bit bit more aggressive in that in that area um it's funny because like he can really hit threes, but he just doesn't take them. Like he doesn't take them yeah. that that often. Um, but I just want I just want him to be a bit more aggressive. But you know, if Bam steps up, there's really no need for him to be that aggressive. And also Tyler stepping up, um, Oladipo and Lowry are doing their thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're set to have like a, a great year and definitely like a top four team. They'd be definitely. No debate there. Yeah. Yeah. Or even Knicks, though. There's, there's even the Knicks. You know, even, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold. I'm not sold yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. But they've been pretty impressive this year. Obi Toppin's been so fun to watch. Um, like, ultra-athletic big, just runs the floor, hits threes, plays defense. He's so good for them off the bench. Um, and they have such a... Um, Deep, like a deep team. Um, Derek Rose off the bench, obviously doing his thing. Emmanuel quickly. Canvas fit in, you know, all right so far. Julius Randle's back back on his old shit, just hitting game winners and shit like that. Like, God. I know it's the Wizards, um, but Knicks have been pretty impressive as well. So that top four in the East is going to be really competitive. Yeah. I think um, we've got a very exciting season to look forward to. Um, yeah. I, I've got nothing to say. Um, we will um, we, Lockheed and I need to build a schedule that's all, yeah. all I'm going to say we need we're to build gonna, a schedule yeah we're going to we'll have we'll, 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 we'll. no I think I think once the season starts it'll kind of be like maybe a t- once a week twice a week type thing um, yeah more so because there might not be a lot of news we might do like some quick episodes where we're just talking about a little thing that came up mm-hmm. um, I start full time in four weeks so I'm going to be very very busy Lockie got a new job as well, Bang. shout out, shout out to Lockie. Shout out um, to you. <laughs> um, so it's going to be very busy, and that's one of the main reasons why we haven't been doing anything because we've just been so busy. The lockdown's over now in Sydney, so Lockie's mm-hmm. back at work, working bloody what, like till midnight every night, basically. <laughs> Almost. Well, we're um, also, but we'll be able to do some in-person podcasts, and awesome. also we have our. Couch. On this couch right here. Hey, yeah, we're going to pull up and Set up. have some other ideas for some more in real life stuff that the we hounds, can talk about. The hounds about. are coming back. The hounds are back. Let's fucking go. Yes, yes. The hounds are Tuesday that. nights. Yeah. I'll be good. I'll be good. Um, that's it for me. You've watched the final episode of The Return. It's been wild. It's been fucking good. Um, Hell yeah. And yeah, kicking off the tip off next episode. We'll probably do one on the weekend um, to kind of cover the first few days of games. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, how a rundown podcast. Bang. Let's go. Let's go.